You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Hello, everyone. Jonathan here. Hi, everyone. This is Jed, and you're listening to From Grid to Great podcast episode. Four. Four. Sorry. Four. Yes. <laughs> We're not going to record that again. We're just going to go through it and say, I forgot it, honestly. Yes. So sorry, guys. This is episode four. Welcome and thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you for tuning in week after week. John, holidays are here. Yes. I cannot wait. I'm not sure if 2021 is worse than 2020. Do you well, think so? Who knows? 2022 might be even worse. <laughs> Nevertheless, we all deserve a vacation, don't we all? Yeah. We all deserve a good break. Speaking of break and holidays, what are your plans? Well, you have an idea. We're well, not yeah. going to be with you because yeah. you're going elsewhere. I'm going elsewhere I away just, from the family. I just booked some hotel rooms for Mama, Papa, Jen, and the dogs. We're going to Baguio city and it's a mountainous city in the northern part of the philippines where the temperature drops to 15 10 degrees celsius so can't wear to wear those jackets i'll (laughs) be in a even minus degree celsius i'll be in switzerland okay i'm gonna be skiing ladies and gentlemen that is pending if jed will be allowed to fly out (laughs) since as we're so i'm just gonna some share some thoughts about omicron because as we're recording this we don't know if the scientists have discovered if it's more contagious or severe. you know this pandemic has been too taxing on me so i'm gonna do it yolo style so i'm just gonna take the risk hoping that it will still be okay okay so vacations that's gonna be our topic for today yep on a scale of one to ten how important do you think vacations are for gladiators in suits like us well of course it's pretty straightforward vacation leaves and holidays are ways to distress from to work detox, and to detoxify unwind. unwind take out your minds and your body out from the work and just be you know, relaxed. But, but there's a challenge, Jed. Many of us have a hard time asking for one from our managers, especially when you're young. Yep. It's hard to file for a vacation mm-hmm. leave. Many of us also, when we are already in those days of our vacation leave, we have a hard time enjoying it because you're either checking your phones from time yeah, to time. Yeah, which I do. <laughs> either your office mates are still calling you or sending you emails yep. that you need to respond to. And that is going to be our the crux of our conversation for mm, this episode. Exciting. In the spirit of the upcoming holidays, since many of us are going to jump on a plane, at least relatively more than we did last year, or hopping onto a car and enjoy the beach or the mountains, our topic is how does one enjoy vacation leave? So we're going to be sharing some tips and best practices to our listeners so they can make the most out of it. Jed, by the way, how often do you take your vacation leaves? Do you maximize it? I do, actually. Um, I'm just very fortunate that back when I was working in Singapore, I take a month off and the company is okay with that. But that's because you're in the architect world, right? You guys have more generous vacation leaves. No, no. It's just a case-to-case basis. And it seems like I just have a great boss and a great company that allowed me to do that. Mm -hmm. So I've been researching about the stats about how people enjoy their vacation leaves all around the world. Apparently... The numbers are different based on the number of minimum leaves guaranteed mm, by the government. Of course. So, for example, the countries with the most minimum paid leaves, and this is guaranteed by law, are mostly in Europe. Scandinavian countries like, of course, I mean, they always top every list. Finland, Norway, Sweden, they have about 25 days. And that's excluding holidays. So you have the guaranteed paid leaves, and yet you get to enjoy 
Christmas, New Year, whatever Catholic or religious. So lucky. Spain, France, Austria also have the same thing. Now, there are the countries who have the least number of vacation leaves. Canada has around 10. Japan, which I'd like to ask if you can validate, around 10? Uh, Somehow, yes. Guaranteed leaves. Thailand is about six. I'm not sure about that. That's too few. And I was so surprised about this. And this makes more sense now. And this is why a lot of them don't really take a vacation leave off. In the United States, there is no federal law that guarantees minimum vacation leave. It's zero. Mm. So it's a prerogative of your own company That's if they want to give it. So mo- many companies obviously give 10 right. or 15, but it's not something that the government guarantees. It's interesting, right? Yeah. And so it's not really in the law to give you like X minimum numbers yep. of days. And when you look at our neighboring countries, like so we're from the Philippines, we usually get 12 to 15. Malaysia, Singapore, Indonesia almost have the same, 10 to 15 right. guaranteed days a year. And can I just say this? For someone who's been living in Kuala Lumpur for quite some time, what I do enjoy is that there are just so many religious holidays. Yeah, that's a good thing with, you know, multicultural and multi-religious countries. It feels like last Friday, we just had a holiday. Yeah. And the next week, like, holiday again? Yeah. Like, I just want to, I want to continue working. So yeah. it's interesting because not everyone is still able to maximize the leaves. You may be given 15, but there's something about the culture of your organization that makes you only want to take six or five. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I would not file vacation leave. I was in the marketing world and I feel like I'm doing something wrong if ever I file for a vacation leave because I'm not contributing enough. Right? So let's start. Today we're going to be giving four tips yeah. for our folks on how to enjoy and maximize those vacation leaves. So I'll start, Jed. Sure. Tip number one, file at the right time. What time range do you think is it best to file a vacation leave? Like how many days should you do it before the leave is about to happen? A day, weeks, month? Well, for me, my standard practice is that I take a month to Mm -hmm. give them a notice. And not only because I take very long leaves, but I think it's a good way for everyone in the team to prepare. Yep. Who's going to do the work while I'm away? I do think there's a sweet spot to filing a vacation leave. And of course, this is excluding any special circumstances. But I think the sweet spot is around a month, around three to four weeks. Not too soon that it will leave your team unprepared or surprised. But not too early that because you filed it four months early, your manager might have some legroom to say, can you cancel the leave that you just filed? Because I need to do something and I need you to move it to another sure. day. So there's a term for this, the astronauts of NASA call. It's called the Goldilocks rule. Mm-hmm. Not too hot, not too cold, yeah. not too soft, not too hard. Mo- basically just moderation. The right yeah. Moderation is good. Do you have any other tips about filing at the right time? For me, you know, what I always do is that I consider the day when I'm going to file or when I'm going to tell my boss. You like, mean the happiest day? Which is, <laughs> which is Friday or Thursday sometimes or probably when the holiday is just about to happen. You know, when everyone is happy and the team, your boss is happy. And they're in a good mood. They're in a good mood for sure. Wait, let me... Tell them. Thursday and Friday. Ah, Thursday and Friday, the weekend is just about to happen. Yeah, of course. So I mean, and everyone is anticipating to have a wind down for a Friday night out. So it's the best time to tell to your boss, like, hey, I'm going to take a leave. And then, ah, go ahead. <laughs> Usually of, it works for me. One yeah. of the important rules in negotiation is never negotiate when you're happy because you're going to end up giving a lot of concessions. Right. This is a good trick yeah. because you're negotiating with someone who's likely happy. And who's well. likely to say yes. Right? How about the time of the day? Would you consider? I usually do it in the mornings or most 
probably at the break time as well. When again, when things are happier, I guess you have to read the mood of your boss and、mm. the people that you're working with. Interesting research that I've read a few years ago in United States. They tried to look at the number of judges who grant paroles to criminals,、mm-hmm. and they tried to look at when are paroles granted. Is it granted in the morning mostly, or granted in the afternoon? Make a guess. It would be in the mornings. Why, why do you think so? Um, because they just want to get it done and over with. Uh, partly, <laughs> the the correct answer is because they're just happier and in a better mood. Right in the morning, you know,、right. there aren't、right. problems yet. They're not yet exhausted, so they're more generous. They、right. end up granting more paroles. But come Makes afternoon,、sense. you know, you just and also because they're I, tired. That's that's where your answer is going to come、yes. in. In the afternoon, they just want to get it over with. Ah, okay. And they might be in a bad mood, so they end up. No, sorry, not going to give you some parole、mm-hmm. in this case. Right. So timing. Does matter.、Important. We、yes. do a lot of workshops for sales-driven organizations, and we often tell them the best time to sell your product on a phone call. Most of the time, it's in the morning or just when lunch break is about to hit. Right. For example. What about other tips, John? When do you think it's the right time to file? Okay.、Uh, one more thing. I often did this when I was younger. I would only file for a vacation leave after I've done something. I've achieved something major. Makes total sense. So, for example, like. The sales target achievements were just announced, and I know sudden, that my boss is very happy、yep. with me because I've done something. Yeah, boss, I'm gonna go and, and then I'd say,、uh, by the way, boss, I'm、yeah. gonna I'm gonna file for an extra day off on Monday, and I think it's a good thing because you're implying to your manager that you deserve、mm. that as a reward、mm-hmm. as well. The second thing I'd also like to consider when it comes to the timing is sometimes it matters to collaborate and get some information from your teammates. If you happen to be working with a big team, like there's seven or eight of you, try to ask if there is anyone in the team who's also going to be filing, perhaps on the same week. Ah,、oh, yes. Because no father or mother would allow his kids to be out on the same week. So、mm-hmm. if you're a small team. Likely, only one of you is going to be allowed to be filing that vacation. That's、so、right. Take it makes, it makes to sense to align with everyone in the team, especially when you're in a big project and everyone's job are essential. You need to align with everyone. And you don't want the manager. The boss obviously doesn't want to be the one to carry yes, everything. Yes, the burden, right?、Out. Yeah. Tip number two: Entrust the keys to someone. It's not the literal keys, but it's mostly the things that you need to hand over before you leave for a vacation. You gotta make sure that when you leave, you're looking at the worst case scenarios of everything. So you must have a plan A, plan B, plan C that has been spread out and let everyone know about there's, these things. There's a law for that, a very popular law, the Murphy's, Murphy's law, law, which、yeah. is if something can go wrong, it will go wrong. So you、yeah. better prepare for it. Yes. Do you do、right. a proper turnover every time you go for a vacation? I Actually, do like I told you before. I mean, I, I don't think you, de- you need to do a proper turnover if you just be out for two days. Yes, but if you're going to be out for a week, I think you. Like better- for me, in my case, we would always be on leave for like a month, right?、Mm, so I better make sure that before I leave. Everyone is aware of what's going on. The knowledge and the emails, the text messages that I only know myself, I need to let them know. Yeah. So passwords, contact numbers, email Not addresses. Not passwords, but yeah, I mean just Look the import- software. Sometimes there's、ah, some software that you can't yeah, open. Yeah, yeah,、right? yeah. So I also brief them about worst case scenarios. So like I tell them, by the way, in this upcoming meeting, you're going to be meeting this person who's known for this. Yeah, great tip. Yeah. Be careful when you t- when you say these words because she doesn't like. Those are like hidden information. 
information that your folks need to know just so they become more confident when they yep. need to engage with your job. Don't judge me for this, but this is just how I'm very OC, obsessive, compulsive about things. I put everything in a color-coded spreadsheet mm. down to like, these are the departments, these are the people. Right. right? So right. 10 years ago, we weren't using yet Google Drive or Microsoft OneDrive. Can you mm. imagine how life was before? Yeah. Like either you had to print a lot of things to turn it over to someone or you have to use a thumb drive, save all the files in the thumb drive, hand it over to someone so she can open them. Now you can just send them a link and everything's done. Hey, here's the link. All the files are here and you can catch them everywhere you are. Regardless of where you are, as yeah. long as you're online. And it's easy to actually align with everyone with those cloud-based applications mm -hmm. right now, yeah. right? One more thing I'd like to add when you entrust the keys to someone, and that is every time someone engages you on email, we often have to be responsible to not forget about the out-of-office reply. Do you add out-of-office reply? Yes, I do. I do put out-of-office replies. I, it's, it's, it's such a minor thing, but it's something fun to do. Like, I will be out from December 4 to December Number six, for any concerns, please message me on this email address. And I remember when I was younger, when I was 22, 23, I would be so envious of my bosses because mm -hmm. they have the power to write in the out-of-office reply. For any concerns, please contact Jonathan. For any customer issues, please contact Anna. Yeah. So it feels like you're delegating everyone the tasks and you can really go out for a vacation with no hassles at all. Yeah. I remember also my boss, there was this one time when she would put in her out-of-office reply, she would say, for urgent concerns, please contact my mobile number. But you know what? She wouldn't put her mobile number. <laughs> and everyone would end up contacting me instead because I think it's her tactic. She deliberately Smart. placed it. Tip number three, align your availability and how you're going to be contacted by your team and your manager during your vacation leave. I think the number one reason why we don't enjoy our vacation leaves is because we go out to the beach or to the mountains and yet we make ourselves too available for everyone. You can still be contacted in the morning. People can call you in the afternoon. People can send you emails and they expect that you will reply. So you have to align with your team. How often are you going to check the emails? Will you even check the emails? And will you even have cell phone signal the moment you're out there? Here's what I would do. I'd say something like, team, I will be out for four days and I will be up in a different time zone or in the mountains where they may be intermittent internet access. I will, however, check my emails late in the afternoons and will take calls if needed. So you're setting an expectation to your team that, hey, you can contact me whenever you want, but please don't expect me to respond whenever you want. Right. It's very important to align with everyone in the team where you are going to be and what time of the day could you only be reachable. So case in point, I have a colleague back in Singapore and he used to undergo this course a Buddhist course called Vipassana. Are you familiar with that? No. What is it about? It's basically a, not really a ceremony, but it's a meditation where everyone is going to be stuck in a room, in a dark room. No one is talking. And you just meditate and focus without speaking to each other. So obviously- For a week. For more. Sometimes okay. it's even more. So you are not contactable at all because no gadgets are allowed. So when you say that to your colleagues, you already are telling them the expectations that, hey, I'm really... Okay, wait, wait, wait. So here's where I'm going to be disagreeing. 
it's important for you to share what you're going to be doing yeah. in your vacation. Yeah. But don't go TMI. Don't go too much information. To sure, the point. sure. If, come on. If, if you're going to tell me that, hey, I'll be out for 12 days with no access at all and I won't be speaking. If I was your boss, I don't think I'll be allowing you to go out because if I need you to speak at some point and you have to break that code, right? your folks might not allow you to do that. It, in again, your... it depends on the industry where you're at. It depends on the position of yeah. where you're I would at caution for moderation company. here. So just like, just give them the right, you know, the right amount of information. information. Okay. So like, for example, here's where I would also separate the what from the why. Instead of saying, hey, I'll be going out because it's my daughter's birthday, which is the what. I think it's also important to emphasize, hey, I haven't seen my daughter for quite a while. It's a very important day for her. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be surrounded by the rest of the family. That's the why. And I want to make sure that this is going to be the best birthday she'll ever had since the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. So the difference makes your audience appreciate, ah, maybe I should not really attempt to even make a phone call. Maybe I should attempt to just send an email instead. The why is more powerful than the what in this case. Sure. There's one more thing that I'd like to ask, something that's been bugging me. When you align your availability with your team, in other parts of the world, like United States, and I often see this in Hollywood movies, they have voice messages. You know when you make a phone call and you're not available? Mm -hmm. Hi, this is Jonathan. Please leave a message. They do that if ever you're unavailable during your vacation leave so that you can check all the voice messages at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So you have a scheduled time when you can check all the phone calls. My question is, why didn't this become popular in Asia? Have you ever thought of that? That's true. I mean, that's actually bizarre. I mean, I haven't really thought and pondered on that, but it's interesting. Is it because we're... I don't know. We're not straightforward with our communication. No. I don't even think it's a technological issue because I think when I was young, voice messages were already allowed. We just didn't grow up. Even the landlines when I was growing up, there weren't as much as voice messages. Anyway, just sharing that because that's an option that you can take. Well, right now, the... I would take as an option. If I were to send a message to someone, I would send a voice message on WhatsApp instead in the hope that the person will listen to it when he's ready to listen. Right. To so that's where I'm actually going to come in because I think the technology right now are even further beyond the voice messages. So we just leave messages on WhatsApp, on Facebook Messenger, right? And it's easy to align already among the team members. Yeah. So instant messengers, yes. But I'm still wondering why in phone calls, we still don't do voice messages, mm. right? Anyway, last. Jed, this is yours. What's the fourth tip? Fourth tip, it's basically... Discipline your urges. You minimize the contact with your gadgets. I think this is one of the most important tips. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're all surrounded by laptops. Minimum, two phones minimum for people who are higher up there. There's this article from Inc. Magazine. We normally check our emails every 15 minutes or even more. Do you agree with that? I don't know. I mean, it, and that, I guess... that potentially adds up to about four hours a day of just checking right, emails. Right, right, right. That's so a if you lot. have if you have that urge, it's going to be hard for you to take away because that's part of your personality or your behaviors now. So there are two tips that I would always apply whenever I go for a vacation leave. Number one, I would deliberately disable my access from my phone or laptop. Okay. Mm. I would still bring my laptop, by the way. I will never leave it at home. Yeah. Because even if you're going to be out for a vacation and even if you think you're not going to use it, who knows? I don't know. I have this paranoia that I might just be trapped in the island forever. So I might as well just have my bring it laptop with, you, right? with me. Yeah. So I would not, I would bring my laptop with me, but I would not bring it to the shore, to the beach. I would not bring it with my small backpack. 
And even if I would bring my phone, I will find a way to disable the internet access so that if ever worse comes to worse, at least I can still be called, but I will be able to take away the temptations to check my email or my, uh, how do you call this, my software or my mobile apps. It's just giving yourself options when you think you're bored or when you've got nothing to do. You just open the laptop when it's more convenient for you, when, on. when it doesn't really spoil your fun. I'd also recommend, if you can, because there are so many smartphone apps that allow you to do this, you can schedule the notifications on your phone. So yep. for example, like from this time to this time, notifications will not be showing up on your smartphone so that you are not tempted to check them, especially for your emails. Android and iOS have this built-in features in their operating systems. I'm an Android user. I also use them. And if you don't want to use the apps, you could actually discipline yourself. What I do is that during the mornings, when I get up, before I go have fun, I check my emails. I check my WhatsApp and see what's going on. I mean, I do not deliberately reply to each and every message. But you're checking which but ones. But at least yeah. I'm checking what are the important or serious issues that are taking part at that point in time. So mm. I do that. Mm. And also another tip that I could say is even before you have fun, even until the very moment you start your vacation, try to flush out as much as you can, as much work as you can. I do that. So meaning like you're on the flight, you're about to land, you'd still make... I would still be working. You what? Know? I, I'm, on, no. I'm still on the airplane. Why? Because it's just, you know, trying to help out clean up the mess before you actually have fun. Okay. Uh, to I, me, it more, wait, it's wait, more wait, of a guilt, really. This, I disagree. Because the more you inch your way that you're doing work, the more you're normalizing that it's okay for work to creep in. So in my case, if I'm checking in my luggage for a flight or for a trip, that's it. That's where it starts. Mm. To each his own. To but, each his own, yeah. But all I'm saying is like, the more you normalize that, the more you're going to say, yeah, one email won't hurt. And then one sure. email becomes five emails or 10 emails. I think at the end of the day, it's really how you build a habit when it comes to when you are going to reply to your colleagues. If in one instance, when you're on a leave, you would always be checking on your emails and replying to your emails. Everyone in your company, everyone in your team would always do the same when yeah. you're away. So you need to train your people as well. Yeah. Right? So it's important to make sure that on your first leave in your company, this is going to be the way it is going to be with me. You set the I agree. line. I agree. I would also make a disclaimer here. Guys, I don't want you to listen to this podcast and start thinking, I'm going to be a rebellious guy. I'm going to follow everything <laughs> in this podcast. Please take note, companies have different cultures. The cultures in multinational companies are more progressive and liberal. It might be different for a government-owned business or for a family-owned business. So try to ask questions first from your colleagues mm -hmm. and say, you know, the last time you filed for a vacation leave, how did it go? What were the things that happened? Yeah. Because you don't want to be that vagabond and, you know, usher a, a new rebel. era. Yeah. And yet it's totally against the waves. And that might be against your reputation. Yeah. So take it with a grain of salt. All right. So just to summarize, four things we talked about today. Yep. File at the right time and trust the keys to someone. Align your availability and how you're going to communicate with your team. Finally, discipline your urges and minimize contact with your gadgets. Great tips. So Jed, in your upcoming trip, I expect you to follow all the four <laughs> tips. <laughs> it's different now because I'm the boss. So yeah. yeah. And for anyone who's listening in this podcast, we will appreciate if you share your tips and best practices. If you're seeing this from a social media post, please comment. Jed, before you go for a vacation leave, what would be your parting word? 
parting words, uh, basically, don't feel guilty about taking your leaves. I agree. You know, when I was younger, I would often feel like I've just we committed a crime. We all deserve to detoxify and de-stress from work. Especially in the time of COVID-19. Yes, and your bosses will fully understand that. So just consume them. Take as much leaves as you can without compromising your work, mm. your reputation at work, definitely. And you better make sure that you have entrusted your tasks and deliverables to people within your team. Aren't you going to ask my parting words? Oh yeah, go ahead. What's your parting words? (laughs) I would say that strategy is nothing without the right execution. You've strategized how to file it. You've strategized when to do it. But during the vacation leave itself, if you do not apply the right execution, how will people call me up? Should I even allow them to call me up? If those things are not covered, then everything is useless. Mm. The preparation before the vacation leave is as important as what's happening during the vacation While you're leave. on vacation. Right. Perfect. All right, let's pack our bags, Jen. <laughs> That's a perfect segue to all these. I wish the best to our listeners, and we hope you enjoy your vacations. Yes, I hope you enjoy your vacations, wherever that may be, whether it could be just in your houses, celebrating the holidays with your loved ones, or abroad with your friends and even loved ones. Bye, guys. Bye. See you. Yeah.